Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize Seize the the faith. faith. Welcome in to episode 128 of the Carpe Fide Podcast. We are back. We're back, baby. I feel like a bear who is hibernated in the snow-covered knolls of bear land. Yep, it's going on too long. <laughs> I don't know. We are back live. from G3. We're returning back to a, some semblance of normal life. Uh, and we're glad to get back on the shtick here recording episodes of our podcast, which we enjoy uh, so that we can give um, hopefully God's word, God's truth, uh, some clarity to cultural issues and engaging that way. So we're excited to be able to be back into it. Um, for the edification of our church and hopefully you and you and your church, wherever you are listening from. Uh, We wanted to just take the night and give a little recap of our experience at the G3 conference because it's kind of cool and a a lot of people were there. And if you're new uh, to the Garby Fide podcast, you're listening for the first time, uh, it's kind of fun to kind of walk through the conference again and unpack kind of what happened. There's a lot of things that happened and so many things that will be leading to other episodes, (laughs) which we will talk about at a later time. Yes, we will be piggybacking. The trick is always to piggyback content in the podcast world. Also because you can only fit so much into an hour or less. So Yes. It is almost midnight, so we do not have that much time. Well, it's almost midnight when we're recording. You could be listening to this at midday. You could be. That's that is that's true. So what's your excuse for falling asleep while listening to this podcast? That's on you. I haven't even fallen asleep yet. Yeah, but I'm talking about them when they're listening. Oh, my apologies. Man, you should pay attention. Yeah, listener. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jess. Why don't you you kick us off? Give give us some highlights uh, of your experience from the G3 podcast. (laughs) G3. (laughs) I can't talk. The G3 conference. The national conference. On the sovereignty of God. 2023. Atlanta, Georgia. I think think it's best if we work through this criminally. Yes, let's do that. Chronologically. Right, so we left Tuesday night from South Jersey with our our, our band, our band of people. And uh, if you were there, you have met um, everyone that was there. Uh, we had our friend John Cooper drive down from Niagara, New York. He met Sergeant us. John Cooper. Yes, Sergeant John Cooper, former Army Army sniper John Cooper. Mm-hmm. That one, current uh, executive operator of the Niagara Gospel Mission. I forget his form. I don't know what his form title is. Doing work up at the Niagara Gospel Mission. Pretty hot stuff on the streets of Niagara. Um, Yeah, so he drove. He drove eight hours from Niagara to South Jersey. Then we departed from South Jersey on a thirteen-ish hour drive down to Atlanta Tuesday night. Uh, We arrived Wednesday morning. Wait, was it Monday? It was morning when we arrived. You don't know what's going on. It was noon. Yes, about eleven o'clock. Wow. Yeah, that was late. Well, I drove a lot. Eleven thirty. Yeah, I was exhausted. Um, <coughs> well, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about the the trip down. What happened? Oh, <laughs> I remember what happened. In we the don't trip have to down. bring it up. I was just trying to give you a hard time. Yeah. Um, Justin lost half his bumper. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> you know, we pulled over at a Waffle House, and all of a sudden, it wasn't there anymore. So. <laughs> Um, exactly what happened but we (laughs) love each other and that's that's what matters yeah nothing that duct tape can't fix if we had perchance had the rest of the bumper to attach uh but we don't so anyway (laughs) we arrive at 11 o'clock and and basically we just dove right in we dove into uh did you really just interview introduce john cooper and no one else is that what happened well before we move forward in we just chronological kinda, we, order. Oh, man, we did. It's it's late, everybody. All right, it's so really we traveled down with John Cooper, John, Justin, Jesse. John is Pops. John Pops. is our Pops. Pops Gruber. Um, and then we had several people from our church accompany us. We had Amy, who's been with our church plant since day one. Uh, Nathan, who also has been with our church plant since day one. Um, and we also have Lucky. He's a 15-year-old. Is he still 15? Nope, he gets older all the time, and that's not correct. 16? <laughs> I think so. Well, I'm not going to Regardless, you could have just said, he is a teenage man working hard for the glory of God. He's literally been persecuted inside of his own school system for his stance in faith uh, and also on clear biblical principles and positions that would be held in the culture. And also, uh, therefore, he's no longer going to high school. He's literally started uh, some college classes just to be pulled out of that um, horrible situation in the public school. Uh, by God's grace, 
he doesn't attend with any of his family, but we've been able to work with his dad. Um, and it's awesome. He does. His brother does come with him, his younger brother. And uh, he just, uh, he's, he's awesome. You wish the adults in your church were half as committed as Lucky is uh, to his church. I kind of wish. kind of wish half the adults. Never mind. <laughs> um, so Lucky was there also. And then uh, Kayla, who also attends our church. Who else? I'm missing somebody. Are you? Are you? No, I'm not. You're this not. Is a John Cooper. That's everybody. Um, yeah, so we got there. Uh, everyone started setting up. And then... <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. And then the glory of the Lord turned round about them. The kind of glory. <laughs> My hands started shaking. <laughs> anyway, um, no. And then I had to leave for the uh, airport and pick Josh Kuipers up. That uh, was the, the one you were missing, but you weren't missing him because in chronological, in chronological order, order, we had he to had appeared. But we did touch him and embraced him. Yes, and so then Josh Ky- Joshua Kuiper of Kuiper Bell Productions. You might know him as the Reformed Funny Moments guy. He is the Reformed Funny Moments guy. That is who he is. He was serving G3, uh, taking pictures and videos. Um, I believe they called them an influencers, social media influencers. But it wasn't for their social media. It was, I know. It's really weird that they called them that because all they were doing was <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they were doing. No. I don't, I don't Regardless. <clears throat> anyway, so yes, uh, it was a long day of setup. We had our fantastic booth. Designed by the one and only Pops Gruber. Yeah, hop on over to Instagram and see like the the booth and what it looked like. And did you put any pre like during build pictures up? I don't know, Justin. You don't remember. Uh, but it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to go from nothing to what ends up happening at our booth. It is. Uh, it is definitely pretty cool. <coughs> Wednesday night we had a chill night uh, at the house. Thank God because we were all exhausted. Um, and then Thursday was the first day of Lake on Friday. So. Oh man, we got there and uh, it was it was interesting. So this is a little this is just a little um, PSA for the G three coordinators. Virgil, you know who you are. Uh, we were in called them out. <laughs> just called them out. There we uh, the usually like the bookstore and all the vendors and different ministries are all together. So you kind of just a one stop place to go to talk to all your friends and to look at the books and interact with publishers and interact with podcasts and. and and, and ministers, so many ministries, so many ministries and ministry resources. This time, you had to go uh, through Iran to get to the bookstore, <laughs> which was literally that same distance back to get to where the vendors were and the, the ministries were. <laughs> so that was kind of awkward. <laughs> Just yes, picture the longest hallway and then extend it, and then you've gotten to... The bookstore. If you've ever seen The Shining, you know how like somehow like the hallway gets longer, like when the the little creepy girls are riding their little bikes, and, like the hallway gets longer and expands. It's like that. Only the hallway never ends. Yeah, <laughs> it just never ends. Nope, just kept going. Yep. And then when you get to the bookstore, by the way, which was cavernous, you're looking at it and you're like, why is there six acres of bookstore with tables spread out three thousand feet apart? I wonder if the vendors could have been here together with us. I, I am a bookstore fanatic, <laughs> and I must say, I did not even attempt to walk that bookstore. Now, was, let's be honest. It Jess, was Jesse's too far not away. Running, Jesse's not running any marathons, all right? No, I also don't like walking. Yes. But, but I do love books. But it would he would walk four books. So the, the indication here is that there was too much space in between the books. <laughs> too much space. <laughs> too, all right, regardless. Anyway. Uh, Thursday was an awesome <clears throat> day. Uh, we got to... Uh, connect almost immediately with uh, the Brockmans. You know who you are. Of the Brockman family. Of the Brockman clan. Um, I believe, that was, is that Master Sergeant? Is that correct? Uh, I forget what the title was that she, no that, Chris, that, that she, she did not want us to be called. But anyway, the Brockmans, we were so great to see them. Man, so many people were there. I came from the, thir- the first day is like a blur to me. Is it like yeah, I honestly don't remember much on the first day. Thursday happened. Thursday did awesome. Happen. It was great. Our, our friends were from their Forbes stage was there. Nick and his wife. And we were hanging out with the uh, ref tunes with Paul and his family. <clears throat> um, grand old time. See, it's always you have to have booth buddies. You know, you just have to have booth buddies when you're there because everyone's boring at these Christian conferences and you need to not be boring. So and while that. it did start out that way, I feel like the conference did did not end boring. I feel like there's a lot more things that no. was, it was sort of the more animated the time it went on. I, I agree. All right, I which agree. gets us to Friday. Oh, what happened Friday, Jess? What about Friday? Friday. You did for, you did forget two people that'll be very upset that you didn't mention seeing them the first day, and they happen to be in state. And you, no, you're not that you're not mentioning them right now. Is also they're just going to be so devastated. 
I I don't know who you're talking oh, about. Man, you got a ding on, bro. You got a ding on. Oh. You are fired. You are fired. The Bible dingers, <laughs> ding on. Um, that they're not kind of worked. They're not looking for money, but that that was a dinging sound. So I guess. Well, we'll you know, it. I'm sure you can probably donate to them. We'll call it a win. <laughs> they're the prosperity gospel of the Bar Network. That's um, that's awful. They're part of the I'm Bar just, Network. I'm just kidding. Uh, did we see Arlenis? I think we saw Arlenis. Arlenis the first probably from, from Bar. I probably. Think we saw her. Yeah, Arlie was there. Right at the end, we got to see. Uh, we got to see uh, Dwayne. Dwayne was rolling around there. Yeah, he came. Yeah. He came, he came. Yeah. Yep. He rocked one of those those Ephesians 4 shirts all day on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Made that thing look good. That Bar Network booth was looking pretty much like a Carpe Fide booth by the end of the conference. I'll yeah, I know. That. Between our and her husband. Oh, geez. Love those guys. By the way, if you head over to, um, uh, I don't even know. Is there is it her whole title, her whole show's title? She did an uh, Instagram Live. I might be able to find some of it. I can find it. Oh, uh, you can find it. It'll be in the show notes. But we got to, it, Arlen has interviewed us. And uh, let me just say, it was hilarious because. Ordinary People Podcast. Yes. It, it was hilarious because Jesse was on it being interviewed. And then and then I came in. <laughs> it was yeah, good. It was, it was a good time. It was awesome. There it is. It's right there. Oh man, she did like she did a bunch of interviews all at once. So it was like so. It was great. I pretended to be security for her. It was uh, being, you know, it wasn't boring. It was not a boring live. You should definitely go check that out. Yep, it was it was a fun time. I think we also met the New Zealand family. Oh my gosh, you and his wife. You uh, would have to if you are this story. If you're an OGCF listener, okay. If you've been listening to Carby Feeder for a long time, uh, going through uh, since we made the the pulpit shirt, and then we continued to push. trying to assist and love and care for our brothers and sisters being persecuted in Canada. And yes, I said persecuted. That's the word I use. I chose it because it has specific meaning and it fits this case. Um, We did the appeal to heaven with the maple leaf instead of the pine tree. And then we got reached out, reached, someone reached out, a family reached out from New Zealand where they were having similar protests, literally almost identical protests, literally protesting in the Capitol peacefully so that the parliament would stop their draconian measures against free speech, free religion, free religious practice, all of these things, right? Same exact thing. <coughs> and they took that and they put the uh, National Tree of New Zealand on it, which is like really, really cool looking trees. It's with a K. Yeah, yeah, it's think. one of those like Kuriki or New something. New Zealand tree. It's called the Awesome. You did a great job. I would always include the word national. National. Yeah, there you go. That's not correct. That's not it. That's not what it's called. <laughs> Fail. Regardless, they oh took this gosh. tree and they put it on there um, instead of the maple leaf or the pine tree, and it was. And then they used it. They printed it out. They literally printed it out, posters and stickers, and they used it at the protest. And they, they like you, like oh, we'll never meet them. We we only know them from. Signal message groups and cowrie tree. Cowrie, good job. I need to start with the carry. All right, so so then then we meet someone. I, I literally on Thursday. No, it was, was it on? It was on Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Thursday. We didn't we didn't meet them. We met someone from New Zealand. I met someone from New Zealand on Thursday. We met them on Friday. Oh, did we? I think so. I don't know. Or did I meet someone Thursday earlier from New Zealand that was with them? Like a whole group of them came. Um, it was so amazing, and their family's beautiful, and they're beautiful. They only had five of their nine children. Five, there. yes. They couldn't bring all of them, you know, what with there being a lot of them. I mean, there's <laughs> only so much room. A quarter of a year's wages just no, to travel. Our, all our plane is maxed out now. We can't fit the rest of your family. Yes. But, I mean, man, that it was not on my bigger cart. That was, that was such a sweet time um, to be able to hug and take pictures with them. I'll post that. I should post that. I, I haven't posted any pictures from G3 on the Instagram. We've been very busy. If this it, week's been disgusting. First of all, Jesse's wife is pregnant, in case uh, those of you that don't know, with his sixth child, and it is imminent, and that is its own bag of fun. And then on top of that, when he came back, he worked four nights, right to right in a row, because he had, you know, we had been off for so long. I have been working. We've all been, we are still, I don't think we've still yet caught up on the sleep from the conference Definitely. in the first place. Definitely not. Um, so it's been a bit of a week, and you're gracious. You've been so gracious to uh, wait for this episode so we're really thankful for that very very much so um and don't worry we're, we're, we're getting to the excitement of the conference the big hubbub don't worry we'll get there we just want to walk you through it <coughs> so um yeah that was uh if that thursday was, was busier friday was you and his family friday was way busier friday 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 ramped up people see here's what people do man they, they're just walking around thursday 
they know they have limited space and their carry-ons and luggage. And, you know, the, the, the logical and rational thinkers with that are the reformed community know that they're not going to buy with their hearts on for on Thursday. They're going to wait till Friday. And that's what they did. Yep. It was much, they did. It was much busier. We were much more tired. Um, and then we had a very surprise rush at the end of the night, Justin, but it wasn't for us (laughs) or anyone else. Somebody other than one particular person, (laughs) somebody was, was teaching and they may or may not have communicated that there may be a book available at their, sounded like it was free. (laughs) It sounded like it was free. And when, and when that man is Vody Balkman, I tell you what, Vody Balkum. Balkum. I always say it wrong every time. Mm-hmm. You botch the Balkum. I do botch the. <laughs> I do botch the Balkum, <laughs> as they say. When Vody Balkum does that, it turns into a mass stampede. There was no shortage. Thousands. It, it had. It been. was probably th- three quarters of the conference, which was what? How many pieces? How many thousands? Eighty-three hundred. Eighty-three hundred people. It was at least three quarters of that was now in the vendor area, up up and down every aisle. It was. Awesome. And if you were there and you were you're listening to this because somehow you were like, oh, I remember that. I'll search for that because I was stuck in line and these guys kept talking to me while I was waiting for Phony Balkum. Oh, uh, yep. Y'all got a bookmark. That's what happened. Yep. So uh, we were able to yet again serve um Vody and and Vody Balkum Ministries and and Wrath and Grace because they were all working together because that's what they do. Um and bunch of our bunch of guys just a bunch of our guys just jumped in started helping the two ladies trying to check out books <laughs> people were buying books in line they were running carts so we're, we're just carrying boxes and cases of books around and we're trying to help the, it was it was crazy it, and, it was uh, insane if there, you bought a Bodie so Bachman book a turn Bodie Bachman's book it turns out you probably got a carpe fide bookmark you're welcome because you needed something to underline you do so what I all, all I'll say is between Pops and Nathan and and John Cooper, they were uh, they were not only serving in ministry, they were also making sure people could mark their pages. That's what I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> there there were so many people that Vody actually had to call and push his flight back to try to see more people, which I thought was incredibly gracious. It was very kind his, of on it. his part. It's uh, very kind of it. Most people, in fact, probably everybody had no clue that that was happening. I want to take this time to say, though, that that's weird. Uh, Vody Balkum is just a man. I just wanted to be very clear about this. He's just a man. Yeah, we all walked away feeling a little weird about about that that which we saw. Yeah. You know. So um, we were chalking it up to the free book possibility. Like people just wanted <laughs> people just wanted a free book. And so that's why there was a mass exodus there. Yeah, but then you get your book and you go back. Yeah, that's true. They waited in line for the V Man himself. Oh, they sure did. I will say, uh what else happened Friday is I uh did not chase I did not chase Delano Squires down this time. This uh, time essentially he God. came to us. Well, he walked Not, past. He us walked to past get us. to the bar network, and yeah. I was like, and no one was talking to him. And I'm like, why is like if you're why is no one talking to Delano Squires? This man is awesome. And if you don't know who Delano Squires is, shame on you. You need to go read all of his works. You can find them. Let's see, he's written for the Woodson Center. He's part of Heritage Foundation. He's uh, what else has he done? He has his own. He did his own blog. He also writes for the Blaze Network. I mean, this man is writing phenomenal things. Just saying. Yes. He's very, very good communicator. In fact, word. before I ever heard of the Gelding Coalition, which has been a while, I heard Delano Squires calling people in the culture Geldings. Just saying. Anyway, wow. neither here nor there. But that's where I first heard. Maybe that's where they got it from. Oh, maybe. Great minds think alike. Nonetheless. We also met with Steve Bainbridge again on Friday. Oh, right? man. We or did Thursday. Thursday. I forgot. Yeah. Steve Bainbridge yeah. is one of the more animated of, of the Canadian folk. I think that we interact with. Yeah, you know what? I mean, he is not subdued at all. I mean, we did have. The, I mean, the time there was some time we spent at that that one location where everyone was very raucous. It was just a bunch of dudes hanging out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so sure. I mean, that was. But in 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 almost every context, Steve is exactly the same, which is different from other Canadians. Right. May know. He uh, was telling us about how the uh, I forget what officials send him a cease and desist letter because he refuses to stop using the term sodomite in his sermons. 
Yeah, at this point, I think it's a challenge to him to see how often he can actually use the term sodomite in his sermons, which is, I just want to say, eventually, it's awkward for everybody, even the person saying it. So, he's, but he's taking it as a personal crusade. <laughs> having, having had many a conversation with Steve over the past week, he can work it into many conversations. <laughs> Uh, well, it's almost as if it's almost as if coming to America was a huge burden lifted from him, and he just was able to just let loose the sodomite speech. Yeah, we um, we did get to talk with Samuel Say a lot too. That was kind of cool. He was hanging out in between some sessions. I think he was getting he was pretty done too. <laughs> uh, but he uh, we got to hang out with Samuel Say and talk with him for a while. Again, this is just great for everybody. These are all just people. They're just they're men and women. Just like you are a man or a woman. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to wait in line. You know, yep. you don't gotta. Yep. You know, you can send them see, weird you emails. At, you can just kind of look at them and say, "Wow, they're living faithfully in Christ." And then you know what you can do, everybody? Live faithfully, faithfully in, in Christ. Christ. Amen. Let's do that. Let's let's do that thing. All right. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> imitate. Hey, me buy their books, Christ. read their blogs. That's ex- that's excellent. Do oh, that. Support, support their ministry. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. But um. Hit the head on the nail there, bud. Let's let's worship God alone. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to leave that as that. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of idolatry going on there. I'm sure we definitely uh, we definitely got to see uh, so many people um, that have have supported uh, the ministries that that we've connected to shirts over the years. People that there there are several people that we got to meet that are literally what I would call legacy Carpe Fide uh, uh, sh- shirt wearers. <laughs> yeah, podcast listeners. Well, we had uh, people coming up, and they're like, "Yeah, my shirt's starting to get worn out." You know, two years. You know, it's a lot for a shirt. Our shirts last longer than average, hands down. Oh, oh, a thousand percent. Um, we, we, I will say, our stickers are very lasting very well because the guy that bought our stickers two years ago and put them on his pickup truck, he says they look just as good as the day he bought them. Bing, bang, boom. So, for whatever that's worth, everybody, our stickers are pretty fun. <laughs> um. I uh, do want to highlight once again we are a uh, we have we have not taken any cent not one penny from, from Carpe Fide. we're out of business do you like to point that out <laughs> cuz it's kind of important because uh, if we were a business we'd really crappy business <laughs> yeah nick from reform sage kept you know chiding me like you know you're you're really not doing this right and i'm like look bro <laughs> i know he's right yes nick you are correct <laughs> that is accurate we do stink at this <laughs> man i wish we could do better <laughs> Um, um, that wasn't, that wasn't all that happened Friday night though, because as I was sitting minding my own business, I see Vody just booking it towards the exit and I'm like, huh, okay, I guess his flight, I guess his flight's up. Nope. Um, Friday night, um, right before, uh, right as Paul Washer was finishing up, um, right before it was what the essential church movie that night or it was right before the essential church movie. That's correct. Yeah. Um, there was. I had just left with Lucky. Me and Lucky went on a crusade to get dinner. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. We were on a crusade to get chicken wings. Oh, we were so hungry. Those were good wings. They um, were so good. Anyway. Mama, Mama, whatever's barbecue, something or other, kitchen hole in the wall thing. Oh man, it green. was like a. It was like. This is only going to help people in, in New Jersey. It was like a crown fried chicken type style place. So that'll help you if you've been in New Jersey. Uh, imagine, Jersey imagine a KFC. But like way, way not as nice. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> and then I'm saying, yeah, like that. <laughs> anyway, go on. Go on. Um, yeah, so I see him running out here. He's like, all right, we got to go. We got to go. Everybody's got to get out now. Everybody should leave. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And it's a little dramatic. But Who said okay. that? Vody. That's what he said as he was leaving. And um, then I heard, uh, then our, our guys came back from helping. And they're like, you'll, you'll look, there's a threat. We got to drop everything and leave now. And then you hear security start screaming it. Um, so we talked to, um, reform sage, let them know. We talked to ref tunes, let them know we got to get out of here. Unfortunately, I joke too much and ref tunes did not know I was serious. And so that is, that is my fault. We have, we have come up with a safe word. And so we now mourn Paul Cox and his family. They were no, beautiful. They were... all got oh, out right, safely. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're like, yeah, no, we thought you were just joking. I'm like, ah, oh, boy. Jesse, the boy who cried wolf is an, is a, a very interesting fable. I'd like to I've introduce never you li- to. I've never lied to them it's a moral fable that has a meaning but yes we have a safe word now um but yeah share it with other people or is it like no 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 no. sorry i apologize it's just for them okay 
but uh, yes, the the entire building was evacuated safely. Um, turns out it was um, just a, a veteran gentleman with some PTSD that was ended up causing a scene. Um, very sad, actually. I think I personally think that's extremely tragic, and uh, my heart goes out to them. But um, yes, it was not an easy scene. There was not actually uh, there was not actually a bomb. It was some. It was a, it was confused. It was a little more confusion, uh, perhaps a mental issue. It was very sad. But um, but everyone was safe, and uh, that's great. And it did disrupt. Um, but it's nice to know that it was not like some sort of weird, stupid, liberal god hater that right. was trying to start it. That's not how this happened. This was not persecution in any way. Um, I know that that may have been tweeted by some people that night before information came out. And so if that was something you thought it was, let us let us dissuade you of that idea. It was not that at all. Absolutely huge credit and shout out to Matt Broom. Matt Broom, Matt Broom is the man. You know, one day he might be on this podcast. I hope so, man, because, you know, if <laughs> – I hope he likes us half as much as we like as we him. Like yeah, him. Yeah, no. um, Matt Broom is the security dude for all things to do uh, with OG3 oh, anywhere. Um, yeah. So he, he's the dude. <coughs> we give him a hard time uh, everywhere we go. And uh, that's just his burden to bear. So, <laughs> but, uh, but man, we love that guy. Um, I immediately sent him a text saying that we were all praying for him. We, we prayed, uh, before our delicious wings, and we, we lifted him and his team and his family up in prayer. Um, very special guy. Um, so, yeah, um, that concluded Friday with my wife having a heart attack, me letting her know that there was a bomb thrown at the convention center. Um, Things not to do to your pregnant wife when you're far away. Well, she was going to find out one way. Would you rather her find out on Facebook or from yes. her husband who is safe? Yes. <clears throat> right. Um, no. What? The first one. She'll right. find out the other way. No. Yep, it'll be fine. That's not okay. You know what? You tell her that night after everything's done. Hey, there's a bomb threat. It's no big deal. We're outside. We're actually at home now. We had dinner. It was great. I uh, didn't call her during the bomb threat. I called her after we were. Oh, here's a funny story. <laughs> so John John Cooper, the man of mysteries, uh, helped us safely evacuate because everyone was just kind of loitering right outside. He's like, hey, you just want to let you guys know if there's an actual bomb. I think we're probably still in the radius. We should probably get away. Uh, and I've seen bombs, and uh, we should not be here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here is not the place where we should be safe from bombs. Um, and he called, I guess, a firefighter buddy in Atlanta. And we're just kind of waiting for him to finish up on the phone before we roll out. And he, I could hear him. He was kind of just like, you know, saying his goodbyes. And then he started making gorilla noises on the phone. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? He was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I'm like, John, what, what, what are you doing? Turns out it's this whole army thing or whatever. Weird stuff happened. That was hilarious. But, um, yeah, that's also burned into my memory. Now I'm never going to be able to take anything seriously. It's going to be like a bomb threat at work or something. I'm just going to be like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, that leads us to the final day, which was Saturday. Um, Can't believe we haven't talked about Dan Sams. Dan Sams, I'm sorry, oh, we apologize. Dan Sams of Underground Seminary. Man. It was so awesome to see you. Um, I'm sad we didn't get to spend more time with Dan. I was really excited about it. Yeah, I talked no, him up. Everybody, everybody hated us when they walked near us because we would always just sit, yell out their name, and then whatever ministry or or service that they did, we associated that with them. <laughs> Except <laughs> for Eli, Eli doesn't have a ministry or service. He's just Eli Brockman's with the Brockman family. <laughs> all the Wayne family. Although I don't want to speak out of turn, but um, if you well, are just two a godly us, so. young lady and you want to serve Christ in ministry with your whole life, not part of it, your whole life, then you should seek out Eli Brockman. That's all I'm saying. And we may be able to get you in touch. Maybe. There's a vetting process. Okay. And a fee. Well, okay, okay. there's a fee. <laughs> You don't want the, you don't want the free date. You want the. Oh my gosh! If it's not, if, it's not, if you don't pay for it, it's not worth anything. Oh, oh my gosh! That's not all right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry, Eli. I'm sorry, Eli. I love you. Sorry, that got weird. My apologies. apologies. It's my apologies. Um. Yes, we got to see Dan, and uh, we were very thankful for that. Um. Saturday. What happened Saturday? Did anything interesting happen Saturday? Saturday, we woke up. We're now, at this point. Everyone is exhausted. Everyone that is attending, every vendor. Every volunteer, the speakers, everyone's exhausted. <laughs> yes. We wanted a swift death. Um, 
Um, I don't think anything terribly interesting happened except that um, as we were setting up, we finally got to see um, James and Aaron simultaneously. As we were taking down, we saw James. What did I say? Setting up. Yep. No, as we were unsetting, like we saw James and Aaron finally. Huge awesome. thanks to Chris Huff running security, trying to get them to us. <laughs> uh, much appreciated, brother. Yes, yes, he did. He did do a good job trying. I actually did have to go out and find James and tell him he had to come this way. Oh, you did. Yes. Well, never mind. Forget you, Chris. Yeah, Chris, but you tried. No, I. Chris, we love you. Thank you for trying. He stole that glory. I was trying to give you credit, Chris. It's just. It's all you, Chris. Everything that happened, it was all you. But um, just to catch with them, they were so, I think it was really nice to see them uh, much more removed from all the stupidity that Canada wrought upon uh, them and the church. Uh, and, and to see James looking what I could genuinely felt like was like relaxed. And, yes, agreed. And, and refreshed. Uh, he literally said that he feels he feels refreshed when he comes to the States, like as if he is indeed like physically freer. Uh, which is sad to say, but also probably a, a great thing to feel. Well, when your country gives a standing ovation to a literal Nazi, you know, there's not much. Oh, that's a story we have and encouragement. To have. Boy, that happened. <laughs> Stupid. He's a veteran of Canada and a veteran of the World War and a veteran of the of the Ukraine and a former as <laughs> Nazi <laughs> war he officer. Fought, like, no one thought, oh, he fought the Russians in World War II. Yeah, who fought the Russians in World War II? <laughs> Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> German. Nazis. <coughs> Sorry. There's a lot of coffee. This is why a good history and civics program is important, kids. Oh, man. But when you have a public education, you're probably like, oh, yeah, they fought the Russians. That's great. The donut was invented in 1942. <laughs> Don't you start singing a CC song right now. Because I feel like that's probably in a CC song somewhere. Well, this week we learned about... Uh, nope. Uh, uh, Saturday ended with us taking down the, <laughs> taking down the booth and packing it all up. And man alive. Uh, we got in the car. Thank the Lord we found a wonderful restaurant to eat in. Mm. There was much tension. I do want to say this. I do want to say this. You don't always get to live in community. This is just a reality. We... We try to teach it really hard. Our church is used to it. I don't know what it was like for John. John was in the army, so he probably didn't care. I mean, I know Josh got to see some of it, but we definitely lived in community this week <laughs> because there were different points of tension between me and my brother and my father. And everyone that served with us was gracious through it. And uh, and I just want to say that because that, that's a big deal. It's a big deal to like live with people for for several days because you know what? It's nice when the warts you get to see that there's warts. You know, there's just you don't have a facade. Which is a great encouragement for me to say to you: live inside of a church community and and let people see uh, sin and repentance and and failure. Be vulnerable to people. No, I don't want to use new age weird crap talk. I want to want to use real biblical talk. Just connect live. your spirit feelings to their spirit feelings. Are you done? Make it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I got to do it. That was the conference. The most exciting stuff that happened at the conference, though, happened before the conference really started. Dun, dun, dun. This is the preview for our next podcast. Oh, we're segueing. <laughs> we did arrive. Obviously. I got it now, kids. We didn't arrive safely home. We all died on the trip home, so so no one made it back. Oh, wait. No, we're here. Yes, I'm we sorry. all made it safely We home. all made it safely home. Praise Justin God. Justin still has part of his bumper intact. And, I, and my wife is totally happy about it. She's very gracious. She even still loves Jesse. There's literally nothing to do about it. Sorry, you know, man, that's what someone crazy. says who's just denying. Someone <laughs> who's stuck living in denial says that. <laughs> well, good thing there were no <laughs> there were no witnesses. So there were no witnesses. Again, because we died on our way home, so that was oh wait, no, that's right. If I was following farther, it would have gone through the windshield and I killed me. Do you want it to kill me? Or do you just want it to take part of your thing off? Say why not? Don't want to think about it. So I don't know if you guys have heard about this little thing called Christian nationalism. Don't say that out loud. Although I did see. Oh my gosh, it's always right. <laughs> you never Try see. Me with a tiny hat. You never see him coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault. You just hear him. It's not his fault. You just hear. Him. <laughs> it's not okay. I'm sorry. I love you. It's listen not to his me. fault. Listen to me. Straight He's up. not listening, so don't even try no, to talk not. to him. But straight up, right now, Owen Strand <laughs> has been very gracious to us. He wore uh, a shirt in support of 
us trying to send as many funds, money funds as we could back when, um, you know, Grace Life and, 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 um, I was trying. I was Fairview about Fairview. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to use a bunch of church names all in a row, and then my brain said, "No, you're not." <laughs> so Grace Community we Agape Living Waters Church. <laughs> we were trying to minister to churches in Canada, so we were very grateful for that. I also want to say that I am very thankful for how he teaches uh, on biblical masculinity. I'm thankful for how he has sought for the church to find uh, a strong voice in living out a biblical and reformed theology. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm great. Love it. Love it all. But man alive, I got to tell you. And by the way, did you know that I saw a guy? I did. I think I told I showed you. There was a guy in, a, in, a, in the 1776 shirt that said, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Yes, the yes, yes. I saw that shirt. <laughs> was, I walked over to him. I was like, brother, I, I, as much as I like that shirt, this isn't a safe place, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta duck and cover it. You got to get out of here right now. Would you like to come over to our booth? We'll give you a shirt real quick. You can just swap out real quick. <laughs> anyway. Nonetheless, yeah. So for the past several months, uh, G three has been interacting with uh, the Christian nationalist argument. And when I say interacting with, I mean uh, they have an opinion on it. They do have an opinion on it, and it's a very vehement position against it. Strongly um, articulated. Yes. Um, can I just say something? Can we just like we're this is your preview for the next episode? And if right now you're like, I'm not a Christian nationalist, or right now you're like, I am, I am a Christian nationalist. And if you're thinking you'd never want to hear us talk again, our friend Alex from the Men's Monster is going to yeah. Join we're going to have a guest. Uh, we tried to get another <laughs> guest on that would perhaps have a differing viewpoint, so we could actually have a nice, calm conversation. That's not working out, but we're trying. We're going to continue to work towards open dialogue about this. But here's what we want to say. You don't have to be a Christian nationalist to listen to the Carpet by Fide podcast. You can be a Christian nationalist and listen to the Carpet by Fide podcast. Because here's the reality. We all want to live a biblical life faithful to God and his, for his glory. That's it. That's all we want to do. That's it. That's the, that's the sum total of man. That's the goal of the, the goal of following Christ is to be faithful to God. That's it's really literally it. The biblical true God. Love the solas. They're true. That's what we do. Amen. Red sola cup. <laughs> I lift you up. You're filled with theology. You're fi- All right. So that was not going to go well. <clears throat> but but at some point, you actually have to talk about things that are issues in the church. Like, we've talked about all these issues. Because, why? Because we seek to bring biblical uh, positions for Christians to have as they engage through the issues going about in culture. The problem is, the issue going about in culture is not the issue that so many people are talking about. Like, the issue, like let's just say, um, there's a lot of... Uh, the, the, the progressive sexual revolution... Right, that is happening in our culture all around us. Amen. We should talk about that because it's happening. Yep. But the things that are being talked about by people associated with the G three G three and the G three National Conference are not the th- they're they're not the things that are happening inside of Christian nationalism. Like, they're not. You know, there. Yeah. No. To be sure, bad things happen inside of every movement. There, there are bad things, but that is not the movement. <laughs> that is not the sum total of the movement. And so I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little frustrated. So if you would like to hear a clear balance, first of all, you can go back and listen to just, you have the episodes up. When's the last time we talked with Alex about this? Um, it's a pretty helpful episode. If you would like to hear our episode 109, episode 109, it's a very simplistic take on what, what a basic approach to Christian national is. Now, it's also with Alex. It's also with Alex. Read, read you guys. Now, when you listen to this episode, <coughs> one of the things you will hear um, is the reality that, is the reality of what would be considered by by someone like Owen Strand or Owen Straychan, whatever you want to call him. Owen Strawman. <laughs> it's been going around. <laughs> that's that's not nice. That's a pejorative. Um, Purger's got a pejorative. So. What? I don't know. That wasn't right. Is that there's different, different flavors, different veins, uh, different flows of Christian nationalism. Um, so this would be more a it's biblical, a, a biblical or or biblical law, connecting points of what Christian nationalism is. And here's the reality: Christian nationalism is two words. Ready for this? It's made up of two words: Christian, okay, and nationalism. You with me so far, everybody? Jesse, you got that? Yes. Okay. To be a Christian means you live your life in obedience and accordance with Christ, because you have died to yourself 
and have been buried and risen again in Christ with new life, saved by his shed blood. That's what it means to be a Christian. So you follow after Christ as a bondservant because he has freed you from sin and death. His blood, his atoning work. All right, have I overstated this enough? Uh, no, actually, you could probably go on uh, for eternity. Yes, okay, good. So we're clear on that that, that reality, though. Um, that's what it means to be a Christian. So a Christian believes Christ is sovereign, Christ is their king, Christ is their Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, a nationalist is totally different. A nationalist, here's what a nationalist is. This is your, this is your $2 definition. Okay, now, you know, your $100, we're not going to college here. Nation- <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> a nationalist is someone who seeks the good of their nation first before they would seek the good of other nations. And you're like, wow, that doesn't sound nice at all. Well, okay, except for the reality of it is, is unless you seek the good for your own nation, you will not be able to seek the good of other nations. (laughs) You must start somewhere. So take a deep breath. It's kind of like when they tell you that, you know, you have to put the oxygen on in the plane on yourself before you can... Yeah, put because if you kids. go to fumble th- fumble with it to put it on your kid and you pass out halfway through, then no one then has oxygen. Neither you nor your kid. Gets Nobody. The zero people have the oxygen then. Terrible. Right. Um, this is the, nationalism is what happened on on nine twelve two thousand and one. That's what happened. That's what nationalism is. Um, it is a a coming together in a nation for the the goals of the nation to move forward for the good of that nation over those of nations that would be against that nation very, very simply all right now that's that's just a very general definition of understanding of nationalism here's the problem the problem is christianity affects what that word good means all right so for some people we'd be like well the good of our nation is to uh, find um cheaper energy that could be a goal of a nation however because i am a christian my goal for the good of our nation has very little to do with the energy unless uh, or in any way other than to affect the glory of God. And so all things that would be for the good of a nation come specifically through the glory of God lens because I am a Christian. Now, because I am a Christian, I am also a nationalist. I want the good of my nation. And that is because Christ gives us concentric circles that go ever out from the center when he gives us the Great Commission. We are to begin at home Literally, quite literally, everyone at home with the gospel and the truth of the gospel and making disciples. It is then to extend in concentric circles out from there. If you do that, you will undoubtedly every time bump into a nation. And so literally ethnos and and borders are mentioned in the Great Commission. It's a part of the Great Commission, which means I am a Christian nationalist. I want the good of my nation as seen solely through the lens of God's glory. That's as simple as I can make it for you. I can't make it any more simple. If you would like the God's glory to go forth in your nation, guess what that will inherently mean? You will then want God's glory to go forth from your nation. <laughs> it is, it, it's, it's not an either or, both. It's, it's a must. It's an if-then statement. All right? Should be very clear on this. That's your preview for next week. It's going to get spicy. It's going to get real spicy. I mean, but it's a really important conversation. And here's the problem. The problem is that I want to clarify. It's really important because it's being mischaracterized. It's <clears throat> not really important in that if you live faithfully your life, the natural to, to God and His Word, the natural outcome is the the ever more shaping of your local community towards Christ, which would then in 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 reality be the ever more shaping of the next community in Christ, the next larger community in Christ, the next large it's literally the goal of going forth and preaching the gospel. Not that we save anyone, but that Christ does as we are faithful to him. <laughs> we are not it's we're not a nothing in this. You're preaching again. Sorry. So I get so frustrated. So um, it's important, and um, <laughs> it, but here's 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 why we wanted to touch on it again. I mean, we've already done a whole podcast on it, and we even had um, someone tell us this past week that it was. Uh, what did he say? He said it was looking for the exact quote. I, well, I don't want to misquote. I mean, that, that's they've just, actually said this a couple times. They've listened to the episode <clears throat> on multiple occasions. Uh, they said it's honestly the clearest explanation of Christian nationalism and this whole kerfuffle. So that is just. 
praise God, praise be to God, because that's because we're idiots. We we are idiots. <laughs> um, but it's it's important, and and what what we get frustrated at is is there there's these opposing sides, and there's not really much dialogue. There's tweeting back and forth at each other. There's pre-conferencing about it. There's but there's not actual sitting down at a table and just kind of talking about the issues, and really you know working on things together. And it's super frustrating. It's super frustrating because as Christians, we are supposed to move toward one another, especially brothers and sisters in Christ. And while some people don't seem to know this, it's what we are called to do. And we shouldn't be extending courtesies to non-believers that we are not first and foremost extending to those who we are considering (laughs) brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, you shouldn't have a debate with someone who you believe is unsaved and not have a debate with someone you believe is saved. Like, that's just ridiculous. Also, when Peter was hanging out with the Jews and neglecting the Gentiles, Paul didn't write a bunch of letters to all of the churches talking about how Peter was destroying the gospel of Jude was was making the gospel of Judaizing bigger than the gospel of Christ. Instead, what he did is he went to Peter and confronted him with the issues so that they could have the discussion right there in front of people. Face to face. So anyway, love your Christian brother enough to talk to them when you have an issue with them because it's really important. If not, we get to this crap where people are just throwing stuff at each other from like when you throw a rock, let's say, let's just say you wanted to hit somebody with a rock and you decided you would throw a rock at your friend who lives in Ohio and you were going to throw a rock at him, but you lived in Florida. That's dumb. That's stupid. You will not hit them. In fact, you know what you'll do? You will cause collateral damage. That's exactly what we're doing by not having a simple dialogue. And it's incredibly frustrating because it's disingenuous. <coughs> so anyway, I'll it's just... disingenuous, and people can get people can get clarity from a dialogue like this. So tune in next week to hear a dialogue about that because you'll actually hear about all of the things people have been tweeting about about what happened at the G three conference and yeah, Owen some Strand. Of you guys, Owen Strand said something. Some of you guys people... have absolutely no clue what we're talking about, and that's and that's great, okay man. too. Man, that please. is great. For that's you. what I was saying. You don't need to. You're know probably about this. happier. Your blood pressure is probably lower. The irony is if you're your life expectancy is probably longer and you're probably (laughs) seeking uh, for those around you to grow in the glory of God and learn about him and his salvation. And you're probably going to continue to do that. And you're probably going to continue to do that until maybe one day a politician is saved and starts making laws that glorify God. (laughs) Stop it. Oh, I'm sorry. Scott Annual says he shouldn't do that. Scott, Scott anyway, uh, we'll talk about that more. On a the lot of next things. Episode. But well, um, I did say some good things about about the Psalms. So it was it was good to hear him talk about that. Scott Annual says a lot of good things. Like here's the thing. Like I love. He just doesn't say all good. Like things. maybe it's a good point time to point out. Uh, me and Jesse do often say, and I, I hope this is a safe place on the podcast, but we do often say that we are Christian nationalists. I hope. I hope it's a safe place to say that. I mean, it's it's our podcast. So. But but in saying that, here's what we did. We literally went to a conference where we knew the pre-conference was going to be entirely <laughs> people speaking about the dangers of Christian nationalism. Essentially, man, what a what a what a thing. Anyway. And and here's the thing: like, I didn't have one problem with anybody at the conference. Now, if I actually had been listening to maybe some of the things that were said at the conference, I may have interjected or at least sought to speak to some people after the conference. Like, what are we saying here? Because this is ridiculous. But I didn't. And you know what? I had no problems. Because when you're faithfully trying to live out Christ, it doesn't matter. Right. What's frustrating is essentially the people that we know and talk to and love that are trying to help clarify a Christian national movement like literally so that the nation glorifies God by every family and man and woman and child glorifying God. So that know? we can have a good biblical definition of it and operate with yeah. a good biblical definition right. of it you know, instead kind of, of a bad one. Kind of like when we needed to understand what does it mean, to, like what does woke mean? What, is, what, is, what does <laughs> liberalism in the church mean? Like all topics that books and pamphlets and, and literal um, uh, manif- manifests have been written on so that we as the church can have something to know and claim because they're based on scripture. And when you're doing that, and when we know these people, and we know these people are, are genuinely trying to have discussions about this, and they're being shut down, you know what it makes us? Really sad. And super sus. I mean, it really does. Like That's just super sus behavior. Like, 
it yeah, it's it's disconcerting. Anyway, that'll it be turns cap- bros into ops. Right. You know what I mean? No cap. No cap. No cap. Bet. All right. But uh, that's the end of this podcast. We got to stop this. We have um, got to. We stop. had a great time with Yogi the Carbophia. I mean, there's so many people that like we saw and we didn't even really like, get to mention. We saw the. Did you see? Did you, did you get to see the Cornells or did only me? Only I get to see them. I saw Nikki in passing, but that's it. That's that's all. That's all I had. It was awesome to see them again. I was over at Ref Tunes and, and I saw her from a distance. Oh, by the way, just so you know, that shirt that he wanted us to make and message us about way back when. Yeah, it was just that we were. It was the turnaround was too slow. Then he needed them like boom right there, boom. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we have that was the problem. But that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been so fun. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, but like uh, Jeremiah, I mean, we saw so many great people there, and it was so awesome. Uh, Carby Day Friday was awesome. You guys sent all these awesome pictures. You rocked the shirts hard. That was so cool. You know what was awesome about this conference too? I will say, kids. So many kids, so many kids. in Carby Day shirts education is warfare uh, uh love your neighbor by defying tyrants that was so awesome awesome yeah it was great it was great take courage slay dragons man slay. you guys you guys were so cool um so that's awesome we're, we're very grateful we're very grateful for all that support and yeah. we look forward to next week where hopefully we can encourage your heart and soul and mind as well as we open up god's word and as we seek to seek to understand what god has always said about nations, namely that he's sovereign over them. Well, you know, that's the long and short of it, ain't it? It sure is. That's it, and that's all, buddy. Well, dear Christian, we hope that uh, in hearing this, you are, you're encouraged that there you know, there was a conference and that we indeed, indeed had attended, and it was very awesome. Maybe you got to live vicariously through us at the G3 conference, and also know that coming next week is something you may or may not want to listen to. If you don't want to listen to it, I would, I would ask this. Listen to it anyway and push back. Find us on Instagram, on X, on Facebook, and message us and push back. Hey, if you've got a really great articulated position, you know what we'd like to do? We'd like to have you on this podcast. We'd like to discuss please, with please you. Please talk to us about it. Differing ideas. No one we wants to talk. love you. <laughs> if you're on Gab, which I know many not might may not be because it's, it's it's he's a Christian angel. I don't know. <laughs> great way to bring up Torba at the end of that episode. You're gee, yeah, he's a little bit he's a little too hardcore. I'm, I, I don't mind the whole like creating a separate economy thing. That's kind of an interesting idea. I love, oh no, I love it's a fantastic idea. Talk about it and stuff like that. But he's then, a little like, weird. But he's a little weird about the Jews. You know what? That that is weird. That's you know what? He's just a little bit weird about it. I don't you know. And I never talked to him, so I can't answer for it. But we can at least say it's weird. What do the kids say? What do the kids call it? Sus. Sus. Oh, yeah, it's sus. a little okay. sus. Anyway. This is the end of this episode. We are so glad that we had this time with you, and we pray that you, dear Christian, would move forward this week, and you indeed would seize Seize the the faith. faith.